0: This is The Closet Geek, episode 150 for October 15th, 2019. I'm Commander Shepard, and The Closet Geek is my favorite podcast in the Citadel. I should go. Closet Geek, coming to you
1: each week in Closet Geek. All things of geeks critiqued in Closet Geek. Comics and games and tech in Closet Geek. Lego, Star Wars, Star Trek, and Closet Geek. We are not nerds. We have some social skills to call our own.
0: Closet Geek. Hello and welcome to the Closet Geek, where geeks come out. The podcast where brothers have united their powers to bring you the best and latest in geeky news. I'm your host, Barry Ricks, and with me I have my two brothers, Ryan and Michael. Hello. Hello. Back for more. Muah. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, back. It's it's October. It felt appropriate. That's right. It's, you know, we're supposed to be scary, right? Something like that.
1: Uh, that's not very hard. Just listen to our show. Oh.
0: oh! Or just slap oh. a picture of Michael <laughs> on the Facebook page. Oh. <laughs> just kidding. Scarily handsome. Ooh, Watch out, ladies. That's right. So, hi guys. How how's your couple weeks been going? Good. Man, what I didn't even realize
1: 2 weeks had gone by. It's been so crazy. October is usually a crazy month anyway. But for, for for life or work, both. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cuz cuz you know, I I'm 3 weeks into my new position with my company. So that's going going the way it is and I'm you know dealing with kids in the background as you can hear them rock and roll with the, whatever they're playing with right yeah, man. now. So that's awesome. No, that, we're but, di- uh, we're, we're yeah. geeky
0: dads and proud of it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Yeah. yeah. As long as as long as long you remember to make sure your kids watch all the horrific shows you watched as a child so they're as damaged as you are. <laughs> no, I'm <kidding. laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's, it's, it's like the
0: well it's funny you say that uh, because never my, story. my kids my <laughs> kids were like uh you know i i don't know how it came up but they're we saw i think we saw uh like a gizmo plush doll at like target or something like that in uh their retro section and i'm like i'm like oh gizmo i love gizmo and my kids are like what's gizmo i'm like oh he's this character from a movie called gremlins and oh they're like, my god! Like what's Gremlins? And I'm like, let's watch it. Uh, not yet. No, <laughs> 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 I'm just like, should we? Like, no, maybe not. But it's uh so we. I can't. I had that split second where I was just like, should I? No, not yet. So, dude, for those of you that are aren't familiar, I have I have kids ages from twelve to six, and so I don't think uh I don't think my six-year-old would like that very much right now. So, but, uh, heck, I don't even know if my twelve-year-old twelve to it. six. Gosh, I know, right? I, I have a, I have a bigger spread. Well, you've also <laughs> yeah. had your kids at different times, so that's yeah, that's true. That was, I was like, that's like, okay. Right,
1: fourteen Ryan, to ten months. Ryan yeah. has the oldest. <laughs> he has a
0: high schooler. That's true. Well, so do I. Like, well, yeah, younger high schooler. Yeah, ninth ninth grade. Yeah. Cause yeah, cause so. your oldest is in tenth now, right, Ryan? Um,
1: yes. That's crazy, dude. Man, well, boy, did we just go off left field there for a second? That's but... okay. People like to know <laughs> hey, stuff that's about it's... us as well. Sure, that's part of the, part of the fun of our podcast. <laughs> that's is right. Our, our, our wonderful joys of tangents.
0: That's right. We are right. famous for them.
1: But we, I... we should we should make some memes.
0: Tangent, tangent. But uh, <laughs> uh... let's uh go... let. So let's just get right into it. We'll go into the first segment of the show. This. This Week in this weekend, this weekend. Geek. This is This Week in Geek, where we talk about things we did geeky over the last couple weeks, things we love, and things we would recommend for you guys to go check out. Um, and also, if you guys ever recommend for us, like, you're like, I want the Closet Geek Brothers to do this and tell me what they think about it, we would be up for that totally. Like, if you guys want us to watch a show anime read a book play a game or something like that and then uh give us that suggestion we'll be more than happy to do it and tell you what our opinions are on it so yeah just uh food for thought but uh let's uh i'll start this week since uh last couple weeks i i went last or something like that but uh works. yeah so last couple of weeks uh i mean different things I, I i was able to get some larping in this last couple weeks so that was uh that was fun and enjoyable um still cool. uh with my group here in utah and we we always have a blast and uh i was telling my wife the other day i'm like i always just love showing up going larping because when i get there like people are excited like if, at least it feels that way they're like excited and happy to see you they're like hey and everyone's like you know everyone's giving hugs and high fives. it's larp family yeah so it's like an extended family <laughs> and it's just you know it's very welcoming atmosphere and it's just lots of fun and um you know i love all the people i play with they're they're amazing people um but had fun doing that and uh um i finished another book um yeah another just like another because i listen to books while i'm 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 able to now while i'm working and so i've i've been able to plow through some more books audiobooks on a regular basis just finished another one uh where oh gosh the title escapes me it's a like the beasts of the night or something like that uh it's it was really cool because the book was it's inspired off of uh like nigerian uh folklore and mythology and stuff like that um and it was really cool because the reader of the book was uh nigerian i believe and so he spoke in that really awesome african accent and it was really cool just to it was different and i've never experienced you know experienced that in an audio book before and so he did a really good job uh, reading it. But essentially, the b- the book was about um, you have these people who are called sin eaters, and they they literally eat the sins of other people. Because what happens is sins manifest themselves um, by making the person like sick or ill, and then a like uh-huh. a, a mage or a priest will like. Um, make force the sin to come out of the person so they're not sick anymore but they manifest themselves as sin beasts and so Mm. they have these sin eaters that go and kill the sin beasts when they're summoned but then they're when they kill them the sin beasts like literally like go into like a blob on the ground of like blacky ink and then forcefully shoot down the mouths of the sin eater. So they actually literally eat the sins. And then whatever beast they slay and eat uh, manifests themselves as a tattoo on the sin-eater. So obviously the more <laughs> tattoos that they have, the more sins they've eaten and stuff like that. Right? And so it was just a, re- a cool concept. So
1: you can say they have a symbiotic relationship.
0: Ah, uh-huh, you get it? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Ah, okay. Okay that joke. No. So. No, sorry, you know. Anyway. But uh yeah. <laughs> come so on. That was good. I liked it a lot. Um they have a second book, so I'll probably listen to that. Uh, um so yeah, so another book. Of course playing some Overwatch. Um uh just been waiting for the um Halloween event to come. I've been waiting and waiting. It's like halfway through october and then finally like to or yesterday they announced oh we're finally bringing it out this week and so it came out <laughs> this week um i have yet to jump on uh to play uh but ryan has you know who plays on a regular basis with me we were just talking about how some of the i feel like this year because uh, one of the big things about events is they get new skins for players and that's always fun um, and I think this mm-hmm. year the the skins this year are way better than last year's. I feel.
2: I I think uh, yeah, it's always nice to uh, see the creativity that they came up with.
0: Right, and so but uh, so Ryan and I will probably be playing some Overwatch later this week, and you know dive into that. So that'll be fun. Um yep. I. Also been watching, uh, catching up on some of my anime. Uh, that I have some regular shows I watch. Uh, Black Clover is a show that I watch on a regular basis.
1: Yeah, episode one hundred five just came out.
0: Something like that. Yeah, I watched it today at lunch actually. Um, so that was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I am a a Naruto fan, so they have the the newer series where it's called Boruto, which is his son. And uh, they're like episode, like almost into two hundreds already, and uh, ca- caught up it's, on that. It's
1: it's the Z of of Naruto. <laughs> yeah, Dragon <laughs> you know, Ball, Dragon
0: Ball. So, um, but uh, what what I'm was most excited about this month is uh, this last weekend on the twelfth, um, season four of My Hero Academia came out, and super stoked for that because I really into that show enjoy it a lot and yeah the the 2019 fall uh lineup looks really great yeah it looks really good and so i uh watched the first episode of season four of my hero academia this week and uh it was kind of a it was kind of like a like here's a reminder of the characters just in case you you know missed the you know forgot some stuff and i liked how that wasn't like the main focus but it was they highlighted on it and then they did some other things and uh, it was good. I mean it was a good good first episode so i uh, enjoyed doing that. um and that's uh that's all i've been doing really uh, nothing nothing much more than that. and yeah. so that's uh so if i if i could recommend some someone to you know the stuff i've done this week i definitely say go watch the first episode of my hero academia so that's my recommendation for this week uh awesome ryan what'd you what'd you do geeky this
2: last couple weeks my friend well let's see played overwatch yeah yeah (laughs) yeah um bits of it uh played overwatch yeah and I, i agree with barry i think uh this this halloween event this year has some really uh stellar uh additions to the game cosmetic additions they haven't changed the game just right new you know
0: but but they also have the, the new patch that came out too so there are some you know character updates some of the some of the tanks are getting a little nerfed and some are getting buffed and so try yeah, things are different. Yep, the, it's, e- the uh, ever constant trying to make the game uh, balanced.
2: Yep, constantly. Yep, um, and then uh, been watching some uh, TV shows.
0: Okay, what's on um, your what's on your watch list?
2: Well, I'm watching the man, the man in the high castle.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A, three three
2: seasons. It's really good. It's a prime uh, television show. It's it's TVMA because it's got some. So you know, so I have it, not watched
0: any of it. it. It's
2: <laughs> it is, yeah. It is it's definitely
1: a, a jolt content because of the content, right. um, but
0: uh, yeah, but the no. concept of but, it I really dig.
2: It's really cool. It's the alternate. Uh, universe show um, where the um, Americans lost World War Two, right? And so Japan and um, Germany, the Nazis, Germany, are basically in control of the world,
0: right? And like and like uh, Japan owns like the West Coast, and Germany owns like the rest of the United States, type of thing. Yeah. Except
1: for the Rocky
2: Mountains which is the neutral zone. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool and the sh- the show's um it's it's about that but it also um deals with um the multiverse. So there's people who will um they call them travelers who will come from an alternate reality.
0: Oh, really? Um, I didn't know they yeah. did that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: really the whole premise of the show. So people from like our world show up at their world and like, what is going on? Exactly. Yep. Kind of. That's 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 yep. Are now are you enjoying it?
2: I am. Um, I'm on season three. Um, just uh halfway through it. Cool. I,
1: I, it's a fantastic show that I, I'm sad to see never get a fourth season. Right. Well, it's just too slow. <laughs>
2: it,
1: it 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 is it is very slow, and at the same time, there's just so much content to cover. So if you really like the concept, go read the
2: books. Yes, um, Philip K. Dick. Um, you know, uh, imagine did 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 the, wrote the books. He's also the one who did the Blade Runner
0: oh,
2: okay. uh, books. You know. Yep. So he's Androids yeah. Dream of Electric Sheep. No wait. Yeah, that's
1: him, right? Yeah, that's the yeah. one. <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, Philip K. Dick also did.
1: Uh, let's see, he also did like the Neuromancer, right? Oh goodness gracious! You're no, gonna... that's a different guy. This is the. Sorry, it's it. No wait, yeah, that is a different guy. Silly me. Inspired by and friends with, but not. <laughs> Google <laughs> but not... to
0: the rescue.
1: No, I've I've read the books, but for some reason the name eludes me. I feel so silly. Um, but all the <laughs> cyberpunk stuff, essentially.
0: Right.
2: Right, right, right.
0: Cool. And uh, you've been busy at work?
2: Nope. Nope. <laughs> it's been really slow. Uh, I'm off- going into work tomorrow.
0: Off season, huh?
2: Yeah. Basically, this is the famine section. Right. It's it feast your famine. That's the way it usually goes. But, it's all, uh. It's all good. Yeah. Hopefully, tomorrow. Uh, I'm going in. Hopefully, we'll get more. work.
0: Cool.
2: <laughs> yeah. Nice.
0: Anything else from you, my friend?
2: No, not really. Kind of that. Okay. Lots of TV. <laughs> Lots of TV. TV yeah, and nice. Overwatch.
0: Good stuff. Right. All right. Uh, it, it,
1: it's the way things.
0: Right. Mike, what what have you done, been doing?
1: Uh, I've. Let's see, since last time, I believe I was on book 7 of the Don Maki series, the Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon, and I'm just about to finish book 10, and then, yeah, there's 11, 12, and 13. I'm not sure if there's a book 14 yet, or or I maybe just haven't found it, but man, the books just like, book 10 and uh, 9 and 10 are the first time that the entire story is not wrapped up in that single book where it carries over into the next book uh, which was kind of a new thing for the author to do and so it's a two book story um, instead of short stories or uh, within it. So the books are essentially compiled of short stories overall an encompassing timeline. So it's a continuation. So it's essentially like a you know, Star Trek Next Generation or something of that nature where each episode is technically a standalone. However, it has an overarching, continuous story, uh, so there's progression. Um, but this is the first time that it branched those two. And gosh, it's 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 been a while since I've yelled at a book.
2: <laughs> dang it! Dang it, dang it book!
1: Yeah, it's, it's where... You get frustrated with the main character. You get frustrated with the like what's happening. You're like, it, it's the classic, you know, when you're watching like a horror movie.
0: Don't go around the corner. Why are you going they, up the stairs? Yeah, go out yeah, the door.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's uh, reminds me of that commercial that's out right now. Uh, I think it was a Geico commercial where he's like, "Let's get in the running car." why would you want to get in a running car? Let's go hide behind the chainsaws. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's just... Uh, it's just it's silly like that. But, yeah, so I've been, of course, very much enjoying that series. Cool. Um, And, as Barry said, autumn season of, of anime is out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, uh, the ones that are continuing for me, like... My Hero Academia, like Barry said, yeah. um, there's also Sword Art Online, uh, Elicitation, uh, War of Underworld, which is the next s- season of that. Right. Um, you have Psychopaths Season Three, <sighs> Brain Explosion. It's only going to be eight episodes, but each episode is typically, you know, pretty pretty lengthy. Uh, I think they're going to be hopefully 40 minute episodes, we'll see. Uh, minus potential commercials where they'd be 40 minutes instead of 23, 22 minutes without commercials. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens with that. So if, if anybody is... That's actually going to be a recommendation of mine. If you, especially the fact that it's October, uh, Psycho Pass the anime is a future conceptual dystopian slash utopian, uh, actually it's utopian, excuse me, uh, you know, dark future. And so society is great, everything's going well, technology essentially allows society to do everything that it's ever wanted to do, to live happily ever after, right? Of course. Well, however, what occurs is they have a overarching system that monitors everybody through cameras and so forth but it starts have the people have a essentially a psycho factor which is their psychological presence their being are they stable happy healthy etc and if people start being stressed or sad or you know off what would be considered the ideal happy norm, they get pulled into you know, rehab centers, or worse thing yet, they go off supposedly the deep end and somebody you know, breaks normal form and becomes a murderer, like actual society. Uh, Not that that's a good thing of course, but these police officers, which are out there You know, finding these people who are deviants from society uh, basically go through, and they have these guns, and the guns themselves are actually controlled by this same overarching system that maintains a point-based system of, hey, if you're beyond a certain point, it's a point of no return. And so the gun determines, do we stun you? Do we, you know, slightly have to, you know slow you down with actual damage, or do we just completely evaporate you from existence? And so uh, it's pretty interesting where it ends up being a psychological detective show. So if you like cop drama with a psychological thriller inputted into into the scenario, highly recommend it. So I'm really excited for season three to see like what the next uh crazy step in society has you know forced these detectives who most of them are supposedly deviants themselves in order to hunt deviants right uh you know do so that's that's definitely one I'd like to recommend to everybody cool um but yeah so fall seasons pretty awesome um oh my gosh and then I have anime bonsai convention this week so yeah. I'll be able to talk about that uh next time next time yes. but, very cool yeah but other than that it's just a same all same all if you will you know
0: yeah totally well sweet sounds like uh you know we always have a good time doing stuff so well let's uh let's just jump in and we'll go to the next segment of the show the weekly geek this is the weekly geek where we talk about geeky news things that interest us things that come out over the last couple weeks um just Daddy. interesting stories uh So, yeah, so I have a bunch of stuff uh, that we can talk about. Uh, Ryan mentioned that he had some interesting things. Uh, So, I'll just start us off. Uh, You know, one of the things that uh, has been happening in the geeky world uh, with a big company that we all know is Blizzard. Um, They've been receiving a lot of uh, hate mail, negative press (laughs) um, over the last uh, few weeks. Uh, and the reason being is uh, they're receiving backlash because during one of the uh, most recent Hearthstone tournaments, uh, in a post-tournament interview, so it's still during technically the tournament, they are being interviewed by commentators from the tournament, hired by Blizzard, all that. Um, Shoutcasters! The, the winner of the tournament was being interviewed uh, and he did the interview uh, in a gas mask and then uh, kind of took the, uh, the conversation towards um, uh, the protesters in Hong Kong and their, and his support for them. And so the, him and the commentator started talking about that. Uh, and as a result of that, initi- th- this was the initial uh, thing that happened. Uh the competitor was fined um and uh essentially wasn't getting his winnings that of money and he was also banned from competing for a year. And then uh Blizzard had also cut ties with the commentators that were interviewing him as well. Uh so that was uh so that's just it in a nutshell. So what happened because of that is, you know, there was a big outcry, outrage. Uh, you know, people saying that Blizzard, you know, are try- they're trying to inhumane. Sl- well, they're trying to silence uh, freedom of speech and you know things like they that. they don't want
1: to lose their their they, yeah, sharehold they, they, they in did, China. Yeah, basically, All, like you know, their their, people, bus-
0: their business uh, in know. China influenced their decisions and. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so most recently, the most recent thing on that is that the, the Blizzard uh, CEO, uh, so Alan, uh, J. Allen Brack, he issued a, a public statement about the whole thing. And it's a quite huge statement. Um, but essentially, uh, in a nutshell, and you can actually read the full his full statement and the synopsis of it. on It's uh, actually on businessinsider.com. Uh, he said that uh, that no, their their decision were was not influenced by their business relationships with uh, people in China, uh, and and he said and he even admitted eventually, kind of in a statement, that uh, the initial punishment does seem a little bit extreme. So they they did actually put the one year suspension down to six months. Um, and the CEO said that the the um, the guy would get his winnings, uh, but that hasn't really happened yet. Um, but uh, well, he just
1: made that statement like four days ago or less. It, yeah, it was this week. I mean, you, you you don't snap your fingers and things happen, right? People think that's the way it happens, but no.
0: <laughs> but but uh, but essentially, the you know the reason that they they were punished for what they were doing. Is that, you know, the the competitor and the commentators uh, conducting the interview, they broke the rules of the competition and the tournament by not keeping the focus on the game. Uh, So they had been punished not for his political views, but rather from distracting away from the tournament by raising a political issue. So... You know, because in their contracts and in their terms and conditions that they sign when they do these tournaments, or you know, when their broadcasters are doing it, it says you are here to focus on the game, the players, and that's it. You're not supposed to talk about anything else. If you do, there will be consequences. Uh, so, well, well, it's essentially there, it's there an were, end user agreement. Yeah. So basically, that they were the pun- competitors and everybody. So they works were punished out. for breaking their contracts basically uh so is that such a big issue i mean in my mind and this is just this is barry speaking is you know they broke the rules so yeah there should be a consequence to it uh i was actually talking to ryan about this earlier this week um and uh we we also agreed that uh you know the one year suspension did seem kind of uh severe and obviously the ceo thought the same thing so they dropped it down to six months um and they even went back to the commentators and say you know we apologize you know well i don't know if they apologized, but they said we don't want to lose ties with you uh completely so you will be on a six month suspension as well uh so and then the ceo said that the the competitor will get his you know winnings uh so you know so there's consequences to their actions but the backlash to this and and the one thing that brought it to my attention is uh you know i i actually saw people that i know personally um or are at least acquainted with uh through primarily through facebook that were you know they were there they, they were deleting their blizzard accounts they they you know some of them some of them had several accounts and they're they're like we're, you know, like they actually deleted, you know, removed the game off of their computers and did all they that, that you are never going to do anything with Blizzard again until they make things right, and and I'm like, you know what? That's cool. If that's if that's how you feel, you should handle the situation. That's totally up to you. Um, mm-hmm. But for but for me, I don't feel like this was. Like, it wasn't a hateful thing. It wasn't like they were trying to, you know, silence the, the, the people or anything like that. To, to my mind, it was strictly business. It was, you had a contract, you broke your contract, you had a consequence for your contract. I'm not going to delete all my games that I love and play on a regular basis because the company decided to enforce the consequences of people breaking their contracts that they signed. To me that seems like a ch- And I apologize to anyone I might offend, but it it's a childish thing to do. Just be like, "You you did something I don't like. I'm going to just delete everything because you are evil people." Well, the
1: thing is is it all boils down to is miscommunication or bad communication. Right. Is the fact that the company knowing the should have recognized the political consideration of what was happening and said, due to contractual agreements of how conduct is presented at xxx, right. you they, know, since those processes were broken and rules were broken, this is the consequence right. for they, that. There should have but, been a there should have but been an actual it wasn't, it, sta- there was statement. No, yeah, there was no statement, and so people immediately look towards the most obvious, the most negative thing, like they're or silencing the man. not necessarily always the most obvious, they're not the, man the most, whatever, <laughs> you know, the thing they can grab to, you know, and hold on to the easiest. Um, and so, yeah, I agree. It's a, it's a extreme knee jerk reaction. I was completely confused myself. You know, I'm not admittedly part of the blizzard community until very recently. But I do. We watch we the news, too. and yeah, right. Um, right, I, and so it was one of those things where it's like all these people were moving their accounts, and I'm thinking, it like Barry said, it didn't make sense a to little me.
0: Stream, yeah.
2: Ryan, what do you think? Um, well, it's definitely a, a hot topic right now. Yes, and uh, you know, LeBron James is. Has like gotten heat as well? For yes, this. he has. And by saying that, uh, so the, the general manager of his team, you know, made a comment up in support of the Hong Kong, you know, protesters, and and then LeBron James is like, well, he he, he shouldn't oh, yeah. have said that, you know, because they were about to go to China, and and people are like, well, LeBron James is all about the money. He just wants the money. He doesn't care about freedom. He just said, uh, you know.
0: Well, it's funny too. that it's funny that you mentioned that because, you know. Th- Not only did LeBron James say that he shouldn't have said that, but the the NBA like commission. Came out and told the general manager, uh, "You should have done this," and now you're being fined for it.
2: <laughs> well, a lot of people are saying it's China flexing its muscles, trying to get corporations to censor oh. their employees.
1: Those are the same people who believe we didn't land on the moon. So you know,
2: it's, <laughs> no, uh, I mean, it. I, uh, actually, sorry, I'm,
1: I'm being facetious, of course, but it's uh, actually, I think yeah.
0: There's some, there's some
2: validity there's to some it. There's some validity to it because. A lot of these companies, for example, Apple, um, uh, has uh, you know been one of the companies under scrutiny for um, censoring their employees' um, comments on the situation. Apple has you know millions tied up in in Chinese oh, yeah. uh, uh, economies. Uh, you know this where everything gets built is in China for them, <laughs> right. and so China is basically like, well, if you don't, s- this is you know, we don't know if it's true, but. The thought process is that China is saying, if you don't, you know, censor, then we're going to, you know, do some sort of trade embargo, right? And and hurt your business if you don't, you know, protect our country's whatever.
0: Right. But what what also I I saw some other companies doing, which I thought was kind of, for me, was dumb. Like uh, like Epic, you know, the you know big company behind Fortnite and other uh-huh. big games. You know they made a they they went a they made a statement after Blizzard did their thing and they had their whole you know hashtag boycott Blizzard all over twit uh, Twitter and everything like that. Epic, uh, they made a tweet or something like that, and they said they said we would never ever tell our players that they couldn't say things like they they actually said this like they're like we would never do that. And then it's funny I read a, a an article. Where they they quoted and showed the tweet from Epic Games basically saying we would never t- you know censor our players for saying uh-huh. things, and the article is like, yeah you say that Epic, but also there is a giant corporation in China that owns forty percent of your company, <laughs> you know or something like yeah. that. It's like so if if you had to backpedal on something because one of your players or you know employees, if they would of course they, they would. would. Because you know what people, bankrupt it, yeah, and, and pe- the, people say that like it, you're just doing that because of business. <gasps> uh, well, duh,
2: yeah. <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> I
0: know. I think it's people. It's crazy when people are like that. You're but, like you're just doing that because of money. Uh, yeah, we are a business. <laughs> yeah,
2: it, it's it's people, tr- you know, making almost that I'm all for democracy, you know. You know, you know, I live in a country that has democracy. Right. And so, right. obviously, I'm in, a fa- I'm in favor of it. Um, and so, it's people who are like, well, you know, if you... These people are trying to protest for democracy, if, if by, by censoring them, you're not supporting their um, fight for de- democracy. Right. And so, that's why they're upset with these companies. Yeah. And it's... It's, it's see, gray area. I see
0: both sides. I see both sides of it.
2: Me too. Me too. And it, 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 there's no good solution.
0: <laughs> right. It's...
2: War. It's a political
1: <laughs> matter that is not very geeky at the moment for that, me. Oh yeah. Well, so, it, it, so it, it, I could. Like well, While we could all go off on it for a long evolved, time, uh, the geeky yeah. video gaming company. I know. When, no, I, I, I completely understand. But let's so, move so on. I've, I, on. I know plenty about the events, but I'm keeping my mouth shut. So another.
0: <laughs> so another thing, big, like huge thing that's going on right now in the geeky world. Um, and I, uh, I would love to get Ryan's viewpoint on it because he is, uh, our, our more of our comic guy he's uh then definitely more than michael and i are um but the uh the cw dc universe is doing the crisis of infinite earths right where now it's been kind of cool to see like all the things that they're like throwing into this like you're getting like five different Supermans and like a bunch of different Batmans. And like, you know, you have, you have Henry Cavill coming back as Superman. You have Tom Welling coming back as Superman, yeah. you know, and, uh, and all these things. And you even have, you even have Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. He is Batman to me, uh, you know, Batman in the animated series. He is coming back and playing an old Bruce Wayne. And so they're like, Hmm. Old Bruce Wayne, you say? Maybe the mentor to Terry McGinnis from Batman Beyond. So you know. Well, did you
1: did you see that recently? Michael Keaton supposedly was rumored to have signed on to possibly do a film as
0: Batman. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton's version of Batman is in the Christ. They have officially said that. His version of Batman, if is going to be involved in it, but they said as far as we know, it's only going to be like mentioned because like none of the actors, like Michael Keaton or anyone, no one has signed on for anything yet. None of that's official. Right, but it's a rumor. Yeah, but (laughs) but his version of Batman is officially in there. They said, and you'll you'll either see something or hear something about that. Um. So, but you have like. Just all these heroes. You you're getting all the crossovers with the the current shows. So like Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Black Lightning. Um, they they're even bringing in some other characters. Like uh, they even mentioned that they're the ne- newest rumors. They're bringing in uh, the character that plays Lucifer from the Lucifer TV series or something like that coming in. Mm-hmm. Um I imagine, you know, Constantine will be involved in there somewhere, but like they're just bringing everyone together for this huge like mind-blowing event that's going to be uh each each one of those series is going to have their own episode. Uh so like, you know, The Flash, uh so the first episode will be on <laughs> Supergirl, then Batwoman, then The Flash, then Arrow, and then DC's Legends of Tomorrow and uh this and this will this will go through starting december 8th going through january 14th so pretty huge event so ryan are you being our comic guy are you familiar with the the crisis of infinite earth's uh comic series um
2: well sort of i have what i have it's kind of a DC comic I'm more of a Marvel Marvel fan, guy, but, but, yeah. But I, I did, um, I had, I did read the graphic novel collection of the uh, Infinite uh, um, Crisis books. So uh, I am familiar with it, yeah, okay. it, a little bit. I read it once. I didn't like devour it as a kid, you know. <laughs> right,
0: but I mean, I mean, that's a pretty cool thing. Introducing all these, uh, you know, new characters or old characters. Like for me i mean for me nostalgic wise you know of course having kevin conroy but like tom welling i watched the whole c- series of smallville like tom right. welling is my superman basically and so right. ha- having him come back as superman that's kind of cool to me
2: that would be cool so that is cool
0: so that that was a fun little story um i have other stuff but ryan you had some stuff what what uh, geeky stories interested you this last couple weeks
2: well, you covered Blizzard, so I can scratch that one off Bridget. my list. Um, I wanted to mention the, uh, uh, the, the writer for Rogue One is going to write a Cassian Andor series.
0: Yeah. And, uh, specifically for Disney plus, like, to... yes, for,
2: Di- for Disney plus. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, he'll, he'll, uh, write and direct the, the pilot as well as uh, direct a couple more episodes. And, uh, it's bringing, um, Alan Tudyk back to play K2SO and, uh, Diego Luna is, you know, he plays Cassie Nandor. He's also going to be reprising his role. So that will be kind of cool. That's, um,
0: no, I think that is cool. And it, and apparently it's only going to be like just one season. So like just to tell their story type of thing.
2: Right. Yeah. That's, um, that's also what they're kind of thinking. The, uh, um ewan mcgregor
0: obi-wan you know, yeah the obi-wan, Obi-Wan thing will
2: probably will be one uh
0: season as well well we know yeah. we, we know the mandalorian will be more than one season because they already announced and are i think already filming season two
2: yes and they also have the toys coming out and everything right. so it's, the toys are pretty awesome the, yeah. the, uh one six scale the 12 inch um, action figure. It's <laughs> so cool. That is cool. Yeah.
0: Well, speaking of of those things, uh, actually, Disney Plus was you know it's funny we've mentioned it for the last two shows, but it's a it's a huge thing. Um, and they actually have announced. Just keep making more and more announcements, obviously, because it's coming out on November twelfth, um, being released. Uh, they're just they just keep releasing more and more. Like we're gonna have this. We're gonna have this. Mm-hmm. And uh, they actually just recently released. A three-hour, no joke, three-hour-long trailer of everything they're going to have on the show on the network.
2: That's insane. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny. I'm like
0: not going to watch it, but I'm not going to watch it. But they did do it. But uh, but some of the some of the things that made me really excited um, because it's stuff from my age and my era is all the cartoons that I grew up with. So they are, like, like uh, recently they announced, like, yeah, we're going to have all the DuckTales and all Darkwing Duck and Tailspin and Gummy Bears and
2: Gargoyles. I mean, gargoyles. Oh, gargoyles. You can't get Gummy Bears and Gargoyles anywhere.
0: I know. And so, well, and then uh, they're also going to have the whole X-Men animated series, too yeah because <laughs> they,
2: <laughs> yeah man i
0: loved that show like i would that was saturday morning cartoons for me and i like, getting up and watching x-man is so good so i mean they just have so much content and it's just like it's it's in, it's going to be it's it's going to be fun we'll say that
2: it'll yep. be fun yep It'll be the Netflix. Every, you know, everyone has Netflix. Everyone's going to have Disney Plus.
0: Oh, I I've already uh, subscribed <laughs> for it. <laughs> yeah. They have all my subscription information already. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that's uh something uh that that came out uh just more and more every day for that. Uh, what else from you, Ryan? I
2: don't- Let's see. I wanted to uh, mention Keanu Reeves, Carry On Moss are reprising their roles as Neo, and Trinity yeah, for The Matrix, Matrix 4. 4.
0: And they also announced that uh, Neil Patrick Harris has been cast in it as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's playing an unknown role at this point. Right. Yeah. So and I it's, wonder it's, if he'll be villain. Maybe. Um, That'd be yeah, kind you know, of fun. It's pretty cool. It's got the um, Wachowski um, brothers. No, they're not brothers anymore. They're they're women. Um, so <laughs> yes, they've, they've transitioned. Oh, I didn't. Well, I guess I didn't know that. <laughs> so it, it's the it's Lana Wachowski. Gotcha. Uh, the thing is, Lana and Laura. I can't remember. Um, Lana is the she's she's the one in charge. Of the, the whole Matrix Four stuff. I don't think her sister is involved in it. Gotcha. Um. Anyway, so that's that's all we know for now.
0: Hey, I mean, I mean, Keanu Reeves is like a hot thing right now, especially Man, he's you know, so cool. because, you know, his John Wick series is just super popular. But uh, but Keanu Reeves has really positioned himself as like just a really standout guy and person, especially within yeah. Hollywood. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. I I, I agree. Um, yeah. He seems like a really down to earth person. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: well, because we know we have the new uh, Bill and Ted's uh, movie coming out as well, right. and, and then you <laughs> yeah, Matrix 4, and so uh, good for him. He's uh, he's becoming a hot commodity in, uh, in Hollywood again, and uh, so that's, that probably feels good for him in his uh, pocket.
2: <laughs> Another thing I wanted to uh, mention was a Baldur's Gate for Nintendo Switch.
0: Oh yeah!
2: People said people were saying it, it couldn't happen, and oh, guess my what? Gosh. It is. I so we got Baldur's Gate, Neverwinter's Night, Planescape, um, all coming to the Nintendo Switch and a Portal pole Fantasy oh, fun time! Man,
0: <laughs> I loved those games. They were probably some of my favorite PC games that I've ever played.
2: Yeah, and one of the, one of the cool things that I never, I didn't know, you know, when I was playing them. But Mark Mir is actually a voice in for many of the characters. <laughs>
0: oh, really? Yeah, that's cool. Well, did yeah, you know? The... Did you know they're releasing uh, like Funko the pop Funko Pops? They they just re- they're releasing a bunch of Dungeons and Dragons Pops, and they have a lot oh. of Baldur's Gate characters, and they oh. even have Minsk and Boo.
2: <laughs> oh yes! So
0: <laughs> go for the eyes! Go boo. for the eyes! Boo! Go for the eyes! <laughs> so that's yeah. pretty fun um so uh, a follow-up story that we talked about uh last time was uh catwoman was uh in the process of being cast catwoman has officially been cast now uh so zoe kravitz is now officially uh been cast as bat uh sorry catwoman in the batman series coming out so, Zoe Kravitz is from the TV show Big Little Lies. Uh, she was in Divergent. She was also in X-Men. Um, and so, this will uh, this will be a good role for her to kind of, you know, continue to expand on her career. So, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to say, you know, that yay or nay or whatever. But uh, I think she'll, you know, as long as, yeah. I mean... I think everyone that they're casting is, is kind of awesome. And it really just comes down to uh, writing. It just always comes down to the writing. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, and it's kind of funny that I mentioned that because uh, uh, the, uh, the Kevin Smith, just uh, he kind of, he was being interviewed and recently, and he was talking about why the, the DC, TV shows are more have been successful, whereas the DC movies have not really been successful. Um, What did he have to say about that? He basically said it came down to writing. He said, he said the DC TV shows have had better writers. And, and he said, and he said, granted TV shows have the opportunity to tell a story over, you know, 22 episodes rather than, you know, two and a half hours. But he said, you know, the DC writers for the movies have been essentially not doing the, the greatest job. And that's why most of the movies have been unsuccessful in the sense that people like them, you know, of course they have been successful money wise, because they all have made a lot of money, but, uh, you know, kind of panned by mm-hmm. critics and fans, so to speak. So, okay. yeah, Mike, did you have any, uh, stories, uh, that you wanted yeah. to cover this week?
1: Well, gosh, I'm surprised it didn't come up in general conversation. You know, the the big Sony PlayStation Five announcements that happened over the last two weeks.
0: So You know what, I'll be full- honest. I had no idea. This is new yeah. to me. <laughs> See? There you go. All so right. tell us about it. Yeah. So
1: Sony announced the official name and general specifications and expectations of the PlayStation 5. okay? So they of course, I'm calling it the PlayStation 5 because that's what they decided to call it. So uh, but some of the some of the big key features um, that a lot of people are happy about um, is that the PlayStation 5 will be backwards compatible with PS4 games. Good. So you can you can slide your disc in and boom, works just like a PS4. Good. And I hate it, it when will, they don't make them backwards compatible. Uh, it's dumb. Yeah, so, you know, and and that'll be welcome news because the PlayStation 4 was not backwards compatible of Hold
0: on a second. You're good. <laughs> He's being called as a father, everyone. A father. So, but uh you yeah, know, that's it. it's funny. I didn't I had no idea that uh that was being announced, and... Uh... Sorry about that. Oh, you're good. <laughs> he's, he's, he, he had to tell me that the dog did something. I'm like, Come Bad on. dog.
1: <laughs> yeah, right? So, but, yeah, so... But, yeah, so it's it's nice because, yeah, like I was saying, the PlayStation 4 lacked that backwards compatibility with the, the 3, 2, and 1 games. So it's nice that it's going to be backwards compatible with the PS4 games, Um you know, since they're essentially the same architecture, essentially. Right. Um, and so that's, that's going to be nice. And so with all the PlayStation 3, 2, and 1 games now being on PlayStation Now and other yeah, services, dig- you can pretty much get everything digitally um, right. without issue or concern. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the PS5, though, what's interesting is um, it's going to contain uh, an AMD chipset. Um, oh. As the CPU, cool. As as well as the uh, consideration that it's going to have the the third generation Ryzen chipset that AMD released, which has been very profitable for AMD uh, when they announced the Ryzen chipset that pretty much spelled. Panic for Intel right. because they they were like new architecture. What's going? What's what's this? And all of a sudden, everybody's like, "I'm going to use that," and uh, I currently use that, and it's it's amazing. So, uh, so, so it does have eight cores.
0: So, Mike. So it's going to be for pretty for awesome our, for our listeners that are unsure uh, what is AMD.
1: Oh, AMD is Advanced Micro.
2: The, they're their competitor to Intel.
1: So, anyway, so yeah. AMD is the company that produces all the other graphics, like NVIDIA, as well as CPUs in the world. That's not Intel. So basically, you have two major manufacturers of processing units, and uh, they basically made a big headway. Right. Um, I I knew.
0: I just... You know, just in case a listener out there didn't know what
1: sure, we are talking sure. about. Sure, sure. I
2: knew that. I totally yeah. knew
0: that.
1: Now, what's going to be nice is it'll come standard with a solid-state drive. So it'll be all RAM-based solid-state hard drive for storage, yep. which will increase the load times significantly yep. for those who haven't already upgraded their PS4s to solid-state like I have.
2: Yep. The games will um, be... Uh optical uh, 100 gigabyte optical disks um, and, and the disk drive will double as a 4k blu-ray exactly oh, cool. so so
1: it's it's gonna be nice because
2: you'll have that
1: ultra high def blu-ray Dolby atmos Dolby vision HDR plus 10 plus features that people love with their movies and and video games essentially um, all supported so that'll be nice yeah and they
2: have they're supposed to have like new new um, audio that's going to be even better than you know what they've had which is a great benefit because
1: admittedly the ps4 blew it with the architecture and and firmware of their audio support in my opinion being loving my audio it's a pain in the butt that you're only pass through compatible with certain receiver types and and uh one of my favorite receiver brands, Pioneer, uh, didn't really work well with uh, the traditional formatting of the PlayStation 4. So, right. so it'll it'll be interesting. So, but... now
0: with the announcement, Mike, did they did they t- have a, a tentative price range and or ETA
2: of release? Yes, uh, holidays yes. 2020. Oh, yes. Wow.
0: Okay.
1: Holiday twenty twenty and the pricing is surprisingly going to be pretty 399. much on par. Three ninety nine. Really? Yep. Yeah. Because oh, wow. the technology has increased to the point where right. they, they yeah, don't yeah. have to drop the pricing and yeah. Sony's yeah. like we can do
2: it. And every time they and release new everybody else a new is going to be crying about it. <laughs> every time they release a new system, it'll be it'll be higher. I'm guessing it'll probably be closer to 500 when they release it. Oh, see, um, but my, my but reaction, it'll drop down.
0: My reaction was that that was a low cost. Not well, that's it.
1: remember. It's also the oh, SPR, no. which is the suggested retail price. Right. Um, it, it, it'll it'll start off we'll high, but I think it'll come down. Well, especially for
0: Christmas, of course, it's going to yeah. be high. Yeah. So, but
1: one of the you know while we're talking about the main system and all the cool hardware features that are essentially expected upgrades, Hi, admittedly, Daddy. the the benefit that we'll see is the controller. Okay. The controller, well, of course, you know, it'll be the PlayStation controller. It's, you know, if it works, why, you know, don't, you know, if it's not broken, don't fix it type of attitude with their controller over the years. Um, The interesting thing that they're going to be doing with the L1, or not L2, the L2 and L... R3. Ah, my gosh. (laughs) R2 and L2 controller... Uh, R2-D buttons, right I know basically they're they're the thumb trigger they're the trigger buttons on the bottom of the backside of your controller which okay. is usually the the firing control of right. games and so forth well right now that it's all spring based and has you know controls and features where it will recognize oh if you pull the trigger, things vibrate, or if you pull, you know, uh, it has a little bit of a give because of that. But what they're adding now is what's called haptic control, where it's a tension-based uh, control for the controllers.
2: So so basically what haptic um, feedback is, it, it will simulate um, touch, meaning... Uh, the controller will output vibrations or movement to um, replicate, like, real-life touch experience. Right. So, so when you pull back a,
1: on that bow and, you know, the string on a bow, you'll feel it in your finger. Yeah, it'll, Or if you prefer a, a quick trigger on a gun or a hard trigger on a gun because of the way you play, you can do that.
2: Yeah, That's and, cool. and it's supposed to be, you know... Just, Mm, you know, miles ahead of the current, like, rumble shots. Right,
0: so it just makes makes the game more immersive.
1: Yeah. Oh, heavily, heavily so. And it's, I mean, that's been something we've been wanting for years. They said they were going to do it for the PlayStation 4, but they opted not to because at that time, the technology, while available, was expensive to mass-produce comparatively. Uh, Now it's, you know, almost, gosh, almost five years, six years later? Small in relative terms of of years, but it's seemingly forever for technology these days. Um, But now they can do everything pretty darn quick. The only thing I haven't been able to find that is consistent and truthful and reliable is what it looks like, because everything's just based off of Development, right? Concept art and some of the concept art is pretty left, you know, pretty out there for for Sony. But you never know.
0: You never know. They might
1: they might try for something new. Uh, but yeah, Sony PlayStation Five, um, definitely going to be pretty cool. Uh, super energy efficient because everything there's pretty much no moving parts you know except for maybe fan, some right. you know you know well the fans or other cooling features you know so i mean for the most part for all we know it it, it hasn't been stated but it could be essentially potentially water cooled with a, a single radiator fan system that will pretty much take care of everything you know it you can do it in pc and laptops right now Right. It's not that hard to integrate that into a console control system, to be finally something that people can play and not have this like weird noise in the background.
2: Yeah, they also say it's going to use less power. Yeah, like yeah. more energy That's efficient.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
2: Cool. And they have this. This uh, Sony is um. Uh, filed for a patent for a 3d holographic display screen that you don't need um, Glasses to, want to see a 3d experience hmm. it, it's it's weird. It uses like um, Micro mirrors to and a camera to follow your eyes and it uses micro mirrors to direct uh, light to mm-hmm. your so it'll seem like yeah. a 3d experience
1: you know, interestingly enough, it's it's similar technology used in some very high-end heads-up display technologies for vehicles, uh, whether that's flying or driving. Uh, that they're essentially, hey, we could do that in a living room, and so it's it's going to be essentially heads-up display, three D,
2: <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, so, you know,
1: so you know, we'll see what we'll see what it we'll actually see. turns out. But that's but, that's
2: that's a rumor, but. I mean, the, the patent filed is true, but the obviously there will be a how they're going hey, to use it. You
1: have to, if the patent though is essentially just that roadmap of nobody else is going to touch it, so we can finalize our development, right? It so nobody knows what the timing is.
0: Well, it's interesting the last, uh, especially this last year. I mean, Sony literally had zero presence at E3, um, and not a very big one the year before so i'm wondering if uh
1: no they've been developing this probably i know
0: but like they've also had their own stuff like conference stuff that they've been doing so i wonder if they are gonna have like a big show next year like they want to be like the main thing next year at e3 like playstation 5 type stuff so it'll be interesting
1: interesting. um so so, yeah, yeah we'll uh we'll go with it and see what happens and uh uh, I don't know. I already have two PS4s. I have a PS4 and a PS4 Pro in the house. <laughs> well, so I don't have like, either, so... I go, I go. Ah. Well, well, if I get, you know, as long as, since it's backwards compatible, but I already have the PS4 Pro with a solid-state drive in it, so is it going to be any different than what I already have for the games I play unless games come out that I really are like, oh yeah, i need that right games so it could be it could be five. a while before i you know get one like a week but... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. cool all
0: right well we'll uh we'll end we'll wrap up the show there uh we had a lot of great stuff to talk about uh things we we're doing and things that's going on in the geeky world uh so thanks guys for bringing all your knowledge and opinions and uh listeners if you have stuff that you want us to check out make sure that you uh contact us and we'll make sure you know where to go to do that uh so that's that's it we will we'll be back in two weeks as we are and uh we'll uh, hopefully try to squeeze in a, a gaming session on twitch next week and we'll let we'll make sure to post that when we do so thank you for listening to the closet geek you can find us at uh, the closet on our Facebook page uh, at you know facebook.com slash the closet geek and you can also find us on Twitter at the geek pod if you would like to contact us you could do so on those social media platforms or you can email us at the closet geek at gmail.com don't forget to like share subscribe and rate our show on iTunes and stitcher that helps us to get found a little bit more by the rest of the people that are searching for awesome podcasts to listen to. And co- come and join us next time. We are The Closet Geek, reminding you to wave your geek flag proudly. You've been listening to a Closet Geek Studios production. For all information about Closet Geek Studios, visit theclosetgeek.net for all your geeky needs, or follow us on Twitter and Facebook.